You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you. It's a Thursday and the Stanley yeah. Cup final is upon us once again. NBA Game 3 in the books. And, well, what we were all uh, hoping wasn't going to be the case outside of Golden State fans, Jimmy B. It happened last night. Golden State down the stretch made the plays. Kevin Durant went off. And this thing, for all intents and purposes, it's over. It, it is pretty much. Uh, look, we were hoping. And that, I go back to Game 1. Uh, the Cavs get that uh, official call changed. Then J.R. Smith has a major brain fart, and that ends up costing the Cavaliers a chance to win game one. Uh, they were in it last night, meaning the Cavs, but Kevin Durant was just too good too often. And here's, here's the difference, is that you have four, one, two, three, four all-stars who start on this team. And two of them have awful shooting nights. So the other one picks it up and scores 43 points with 13 rebounds and and carries the team to victory. Trent, if LeBron James, he scored 51 in game one, and they still lost. Just the difference in personnel and the way now that the NBA is constructed with the four players, as I referenced, on one team, and how difficult it is to beat the Golden State Warriors. It was, it's an amazing team. It really is. I don't know where they'll go down in maybe the annals of great teams, supposedly in the NBA throughout the different eras, but they got to be near the top because even when some of their guys struggle, they still have the other guys who play lights out. Busy show lined up for you this afternoon as we'll take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Ian Castleberry will stop by. Plenty of Major League Baseball talk with Ian. Also writes for Awful Announcing. A couple of sports media notes want to run by Ian this afternoon. That'll come your way at 420. Adam Rittenberg from ESPN. He'll be stopping by. We'll talk college football as we inch closer and closer back to football season. Ritt. We'll be here at 4.40. John Cannon kicks off the 5 o'clock hour. A lot more talk on the NBA Finals with him. And then Ken Silverstein on the Big Ten and a look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, a game away from elimination for Cleveland. That comes your way at 5.25. But, Jimmy B., I mentioned uh, we got John Cannon coming in to kick off the 5 mm-hmm. o'clock hour. And one of the things, you know, I posed to him before, and I'm going to do it again today and see if he bites, is Kevin Durant leaving. Because you mentioned this super team. And... Is it good for the league? Certainly it's great for Golden State fans. They're pumped up about it, and they're all happy, and and they don't care. But in a league where, yes, you want star power, and overall, you know, people talk about how Major League Baseball, you know, it's just about the the teams that go out and spend money. really isn't the case. I mean, we've seen numerous champions that, that aren't the Yankees throughout the years that are able to go through. Not so much the case in the NBA. Would it be a good thing for Kevin Durant to lead? And and is it a real possibility? Because I continue to hear murmurs and talk about the possibility of him forging his own path. This is a guy that mm-hmm. went to a 73-win team, helped them win back-to-back championships after they conclude this one. But 
What more is there? And I was listening to Bill Simmons talking about this very point, and this is why I popped into my head, is, as you know, him and Kevin Durant have a very good relationship. They've, they've been on together on a lot of podcasts, a very right. long-range, free-flowing conversations. But he had mentioned in one of those podcasts with Simmons that after he won the championship a year ago, he was surprised. He thought it was going to be this great mountaintop moment, this culmination of what he'd been striving for. And he didn't have that, that feeling that he anticipated that he was going to have. Maybe there is something different with Kevin Durant where, yes, you want to win a championship, but doing it your own way, doing it with your own group, the way that you build it, maybe that is more important. And he's already got the two rings. Now you move on and try to do it a different way. I think it's a realer possibility than John the first time I brought it up to him about a month ago was. Right. Could, could you envision that at all? I, maybe it's me being more hopeful than anything of this super team breaking up. That's certainly something I would love to see. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Durant uh, join LeBron James. I, I just think that that would be highly, no, highly no, entertaining. No, no, no. Yes. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about you go to New York and that dreadful organization led by that moron Dolan, and you fix basketball, a, a franchise that hasn't won an NBA title since 1972. You go to Chicago that outside of a couple of blips has been pretty much a crap show in the last 20 years, and you return a title to Chicago 20 years removed. You go to a place like that. No, not teaming up with LeBron or going to Houston or going to Boston or, or 76ers with all the young talent there. I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm talking about a, re -re, a, a real rebuild, doing something in that fashion. You know, Trent, I really appreciate you as my broadcast partner. And you do have some great credibility behind you, but not on this subject, pal. That is not going to happen. That's not what these guys are into. But I'd, respe I'd these, respect I'd, him if I'd, you did that. I know, I know you would respect him. Does he give two craps if you respect him or not? Well, he didn't care. Not. He did, he didn't care when people dogged him to death when oh, he yeah, left he OKC. Yes, yes, he did. No. He absolutely did. He's a guy that had burner accounts, Jimmy B. He's the yeah, guy before Brian Colangelo. Right. Yeah, he did because have a, he you're right. He does care. I I think he cares more <laughs> than most NBA superstars do. I I love what you're talking about here, but in today's professional sports, it's not going to happen. That's that's just like pie in the sky stuff, and it it, it won't happen. Look, Durant is a is a guy who is a very thoughtful person. He's a very kind person as well. Uh, he offers up his time. He does a lot of great uh, philanthropy in, uh, in the Oakland, San Francisco area. And I kind of think that he likes it there. Would I like to see him go someplace else and change the dynamic of the NBA, just like LeBron is going to go someplace else and change the dynamic? Yeah, I, I like your idea. It, it's not that I'm. It's not that I'm making fun of your idea. I think it's a great idea. It's just not going to happen. That's all. And, and Jim, you know, one of my big things that I always talk about is reality. You ha you have to live in a world of reality. Yep. Maybe this is one where I'm not living in reality. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I'm more hopeful about it than, than a realistic scenario. Because you're right. In today's NBA, this is yeah. This is the way that people go, and the the top stars of the league, and and the gap between the top two or three players and everybody else, there's a drop-off. And then that next group of players, say four through 12, and there's another drop-off. 
if you're not in that upper crust, say the top 12, 15 guys in the league, moving around, it, it matters, but it just doesn't as matter as much as the superstars. And, and seeing the way that these teams are built, look, there's always been super teams. Uh, the, the Lakers of the 80s were a super team. The Celtics of the 50s and 60s, those were super teams in their own right. It's just different because of free agency, the way things are built today. It feels so much different the way the guys are just coming together to build these teams together. You know, it's 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 one of those things that uh, <laughs> let me let me change topic here because we got John Cannon coming up on the show later. Yeah, he just sent me he just sent me a text. Mm-hmm. It says, "Yes, Duran cares what people think, but not that much." Why would he waste the last productive uh, years of his career trying to save Jim Dolan from himself? <laughs> well, like I, I know Dolan's a moron. I, I get yeah, it. He is I a moron, yeah. yeah. But it doesn't have to be New York. It just, I don't know. There, there's something that, that ticks differently, I think, with Durant. Like I said, I, I would have so much more respect if he did that. It just it bothered me so much more, Durant leaving. Then LeBron leaving Cleveland the first time. It bothered me so much more because though LeBron went and he brought Chris Bosh with him as a free agent and Dwayne Wade was already there, this one, Miami wasn't a title contender. This team had won 73 stinking games, and then he comes and joins that group already, and they were so enjoyable to watch, and they still are, but it took the shine off for me. Maybe this is just me being selfish. Jimmy B., you know, it's all about T.C., it is all about TC. That's that's why you're on this radio program. If it's not about you, then it really doesn't exist. So from that aspect, uh, I get where you're where you're going here. Look, I I think this is going to be a crazy off season in the NBA. I really do, and it's going to start with where LeBron decides what he wants to do, and then it's going to come down to the other players. Is Durant going to stay? How big a contract? They are so far over the cap money right now that they pay a monster luxury tax. They really do. So from that aspect, I'm meaning the Golden State Warriors pay that huge luxury tax. So do the Cavs. But that's why I think this is going to be interesting on what is, what, what's going to take place. And LeBron, LeBron's going to be the number one guy. And then after that, we'll see where the chips fall. Jim, uh, over on the local front, this week is the Principal Charity Classic. Some mm-hmm. is being made about it. I know you've gone out there in the past. I've been out there in the past. Yep. Not going to yep. be able to make it out. Schedule not going to work this year to at least go out and, and do a show and have a couple of the guys on. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it does seem like the buzz is, has faded just a little bit. They moved to Wakanda a couple seasons ago. But I don't know. It, it, it feels different, at least from my vantage point. Do you have? Are you going to make it out this weekend? Are you, any inter, interest for you for the Principal Charity Classic? Uh, I was disappointed when John Daly uh, didn't didn't come in. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go uh, to see the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball, as we all know. Uh, and I think it's great at Wakanda because it's a much better course. It sets up better for crowd viewing because it's just switchbacks, and you can go from uh, the number five hole to the number six hole. The only problem with the Conda is it's up and down uh, mm-hmm. the entire course, not a lot of flat 
uh, areas there for if, if you got issues walking, uh, it's a little more difficult. But they have some great viewing areas, Trent, that par 3 that's elevated, and then it, you fly it over the pond, and they have all the uh, the uh, uh, things set up there by sponsors and everything. It's, it is pretty, it's done very, very well. They always make a lot of money for charity, and mm-hmm. I always appreciate that. I I don't think that in the grand scheme of things that it's lost like any luster. I still think uh, as long as the weather's good, we don't get thunderstorms all over the place. I still think that uh, that they're going to draw and they'll draw just fine. Um, so I I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because it's been going on now for so long, and. You know, maybe it's just okay. It's it's the golf tournament. It's here every year around this time. Uh, okay, I'm good with it. I don't know. Maybe that's just the feeling that you have right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Might make my way out over the weekend. Haven't decided yet. But uh, it, it is. It, it's a fun golf tournament. And you're right. The raising of the money certainly the yep. biggest aspect of what you can take away from this one. See some old timers out there knocking it around. And Jimmy B, I'm only 12 years away to uh, make a run to the senior tour. <laughs> I can I can see people right now in the gallery ducking. What Condon's on the tee? Everybody look out! <laughs> oh, I'm straight, Jimmy. B. I'm straight off the off the tee. The problem is everything else. That's where the problems yeah. come in. And I'm gonna guess there's not a whole bunch of guys on the tour that knock it out there 225. I'm gonna guess their club's head speed a little bit better than what I have. Yes. Yeah, even if they're 60 years old, yes. it's probably a little better I mean, than what you've got. Now, Hey, you're not one to talk. I outdrive you at, I know. at least. Jeez, come on, Brent. No, I mean, you're come 70 on. years old, but still, I can outdrive you. <laughs> you're funny. Uh, Absolutely funny. Well, we got to take man, a break. Oh, and we're going to get okay. back into a lot. Day baseball today. Cubs uh, coming down to the wire, 4-3 at last yeah. check. They hold the lead over the Phillies. We'll get you an update on that. Before it goes final, Ian Castleberry is going to stop by. Plenty of baseball talk. And uh, last night, Jim, I, I flipped on over the game after the NBA game last night over to the Royals and the Angels. Another blister for Shohei Otani. Disappointed yes. to see that, certainly. And uh, I was so excited to be able to see him pitch. And I only got to see a little bit of it as he uh, exited the game in the fifth inning with that blister. Plenty of baseball talk, a little sports media as well, as Ian also does work at Awful Announcing. We'll do that next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Sponsored by Shell. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Every home is unique. That's why I, the Orkin Man, rely on science. Come on in. Buddy, will you turn that off? Wow. Tent in the family room? Yep. This little lady's trying to earn her calico camper badge, but we can't go outside. <sighs> Mosquitoes? Yeah, they have us stuck indoors. Well, if you want to take this camp back outside, I can use the latest science from our entomologist to help protect your yard from mosquitoes. But do you get a badge for that? Yep, this red one right here. Orkin, pest control down to a science. Visit orkin.com for a free estimate. Shop Lowe's to find great deals for Dad on trusted power tools just in time for Father's Day. Help him knock out his to-do list with the long run time of a DeWalt 20-volt cordless drill with brushless motor, now $99. Or get him a Porter Cable 2-tool 20-volt max lithium-ion combo kit with a drill and impact driver, also now $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 620 while supplies last. See store for details. Strong enough to pull a plane? Prove it! The Loesch Family Foundation presents the 5th Annual Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on Saturday, June 23rd at the Des Moines International Airport. Teams of up to 10 will test their strength against a Delta airplane. SOIowa.org slash plane pull to register and create a fundraising page to collect donations online. Sign up today and make a difference in the lives of over 14,900 Special Olympic athletes in Iowa. The Plane Pull for Special Olympics Iowa on June 23rd. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, John Cannon will join us on the NBA. And then following that, Ken Silverstein uh, in Cleveland, our Big Ten Conference insider. We'll do some college football with him. And obviously, because he covers the Cleveland Cavaliers, we'll get into where he thinks LeBron James is going to uh, end up, or if he does indeed decide to stay with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, let's get you updated on a couple of things right now, and we'll start first uh, with baseball. And right now in the top of the eighth inning, it is the Cubs leading Philadelphia 4-3. Once again, that's in the top of the eighth inning. More on that as we say hello to Major League Baseball, Ian Castleberry from the comeback. He joins us right here on the Big Talker 1700. Ian, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? Uh, everything's good, pal. Let's start first uh, with the National League, and we'll start with the Cubs. Uh, they've kind of turned it around now a little bit. Are you starting to see, because warmer weather, that aspect of it, are you starting to see now what most Cub fans believe this team would really start to play like? Yeah, I think uh, warmer weather might have something to do with it. Or, you know, just uh, uh, their best players playing uh, to their capabilities. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, notably, uh, appears to have uh, come out of his, uh, his pronounced slump uh, to begin the season. Uh, they, they still have some uh, starting pitching problems, as we saw today uh, with Tyler Chatwood. But, uh, yeah, I think all along the, the, the general feeling has been that, that, that the Cubs just need to play, as well as we know they're, they're capable of doing. Uh, we've seen the, the Brewers falter a little bit uh, at the top of the NL Central, and the Cubs have made up some ground over the past few games. Uh, so th- this does seem like uh, a market correction uh, in process, if you will. You know, uh, last night you see Hayward hit the big home run and the grand slam on the walk-off fashion, his first ever walk-off homer of his career. It's a guy that has not played to the contract he's been given, but you go back to two years ago in the World Series, even without doing anything offensively, you know, the conversation, bringing the guys together during the rain delay and delivering. How do you think that, that Hayward, if it continues offensively the way that it's been, how will he be remembered in a Cubs uniform? I don't know if he's going to be remembered favorably. I mean, he'll always have the speech, right, uh, the Game 7 rain delay speech. So that, that will always uh, uh, earn him a place uh, in Cubs mythology. Uh, maybe as the years go on, uh, even more of a celebrated place in Cubs mythology than his numbers uh, may have warranted. Uh, last night's home run, I mean, I, I think if, if there's Anybody, uh, you know, even if you're happy uh, that the Cubs won that game, of course, but just the, the sense of relief that uh, if anybody needed to hit that home run in that moment, uh, it seemed like uh, it was Jason Hayward. Um, 
he's always been, I, I think, uh, something uh, of, of a curiosity as a player. I mean, you just look at him and you think he's like a 40 home run slugger. You know, he's built like a, a, a tight end, uh, but never been uh, the power hitter uh, that he should have been. Uh, Joe Madden, I know, ideally wants him as a top-of-the-order hitter, and his skills uh, seem to suit that, but he's just never hit well enough uh, for, for that spot in the lineup. But since coming back uh, from his injury, from his uh, concussion, uh, his numbers have been up, his power especially uh, has seemed uh, to increase. Uh, he's always had a good uh, batting eye, you know, getting on base uh, if he's not hitting. Uh, so maybe, you know, uh, this is the sort of thing maybe that we, we uh, blow up a little bit too much, but maybe that was uh, the moment uh, that Jason Hayward needed to, to really give him a push and be the, uh, the hitter, uh, the player that the Cubs need. Ian Castleberry is our guest right here on the Big Talker 1700. We're talking Major League Baseball. Ian, um, there's been so much talk about the favorites, the Dodgers in the West, the Nats, the Cubs. Uh, it, it goes on. We'll just stay with the National League here. Are you pleasantly surprised about the play of the Atlanta Braves, the Philadelphia Phillies, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Colorado Rockies? They're all right at the top uh, in their respective divisions. Uh, definitely a pleasant surprise. I mean, I, I don't think you want to go into a season. I mean, every sport, you know, has favorites. Uh, you know, of course, obviously we're seeing that in the NBA with uh, the Warriors and the Cavs playing again. But I, I don't think... Uh, you want a situation where uh, you think, well, okay, I'll just tune in in, in September uh, because I know who's who's going to win. Uh, I, you know, baseball I think especially really needs uh, to benefit from younger stars, newer teams, uh, constantly freshening up the mix. Uh, I think what's going on in the National League, especially uh, the Braves, uh, the Phillies. Uh, they, they've made uh, the, the National League East uh, extremely entertaining, even if the Nationals have, have kind of uh, uh, corrected themselves and are now at the top of the division. And uh, I think it's a good thing uh, for the Cubs uh, to be challenged uh, a little bit, uh, at least uh, in the NL Central. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, they were uh, kind of uh, the big team, uh, the winners of the offseason, if you will. You know, During an offseason when it seemed like no one wanted to make a move, Milwaukee finally came in and made some big additions. Uh, they have an outstanding bullpen right now that, that I think is worth uh, tuning in for uh, every night. And, and I think uh, those are, you don't want to just see uh, the favorites uh, always win. Uh, also in the NL West, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Diamondbacks are, are a very exciting team to watch. So I, I, I enjoy that as a baseball fan. I think it's good. Uh, for the sport overall, that you know, that, you don't you don't want to just say uh, that you know four teams are, are going to be in this thing uh, by the end of the season. Ian Castleberry joining us as we take a look around Major League Baseball and saw yesterday Mike Matheny, the manager of the Cardinals, upset about uh, what he called a lack of communication with a couple of his pitchers, Carlos Martinez, coming back off a strained lap muscle, said he didn't feel confident throwing hard early in that game. Alex Reyes was shelved after he was uh, tore his lap muscle after finally making his way back from, from Tommy John. You understand the frustrations there for Matheny and, and with the injuries that, that have happened with the Cardinals. Do they have staying power? I think they do. Uh, just just uh, the, the names you mentioned. They have 
uh, the starting pitching talent. Uh, th- that's always been the question as to whether or not uh, their guys uh, were going to stay healthy, especially uh, as Adam Wainwright, you know, uh, gets older and the, the huge amount of innings uh, that he's logged over his career uh, begin to catch up with him. But, uh, you know, Carlos Martinez has been poised uh, to take over as the ace of that rotation. Uh, Alex Reyes also coming around, you know, Michael Waka. Uh, he's a pitcher that, that struggled uh, the, the past couple of seasons. Uh, they really need him to be a, a top three uh, pitcher for them. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, they're certainly in the race uh, in the NL Central uh, based on the numbers. Uh, their talent, uh, I think, uh, you know, they, they missed out on making the big splashy move, you know, getting like a Giancarlo Stanton, uh, but they still managed to get a Marcelo Zuno, which I think that they really needed. Uh, to add a, a power bat uh, to that lineup, and, and they did it without, you know, a- absolutely uh, giving away uh, their farm system. So I, I do think that the Cardinals are in good position. Uh, even they're not as good as the Cubs, but uh, you know, could be in position for a, a wild card spot here. Uh, Ian, take me now to the American League and. In the East, everybody felt it was going to be the Red Sox and the Yankees, and those two teams are doing exactly what everybody thought they would do. In the Central, Cleveland now is kind of getting their act together. They're seven and three in the last ten, and now they've opened up a four and a half game lead over Detroit and Minnesota. But in the West, everybody thought the Astros were going to run away and hide. Right now, Seattle is in first place. The Astros a game back, and then the L.A. Angels four games back. Do you see this as a race that will continue when we get into the dog days of summer, or do you think that Houston will indeed start to pull away? I do think this is one of the great mysteries of the Major League Baseball season so far. I mean, the Astros, it's it's baffling to look at the – the standings daily, I mean, with the, the number of runs that they can put up, uh, you know, they lead uh, Major League Baseball in run differential. They've scored, outscored their opponents by 118 runs. Uh, they're getting outstanding pitching, uh, Justin Verlander, uh, especially, you know, now in a full season with the Astros. Uh, you know, they made that big move to get Garrett Cole. You just look at, uh, on paper, you look at these rosters and you look at the numbers and how are the Seattle Mariners possibly uh, even uh, competing with them, let alone a a game ahead of them right now uh, in the standings. Uh, The Mariners have been a surprise, especially uh, with uh, how badly uh, Felix Hernandez has pitched. Uh, They've been getting good starting pitching, uh, good relief pitching. Uh, a surprising amount of productivity for, from uh, their starting lineup, uh, especially uh, after losing Robinson Cano to that PED uh, suspension. But eventually, uh, to me, I, I think the Astros, are, yeah, the Astros are eventually going to pull away from this division. Uh, uh, they're just far and away uh, the most talented. You know, maybe uh, the Mariners, Astros, uh, even the Athletics, uh, although they, they've kind of. Uh, uh, come back to earth uh, after playing really well. Maybe they can contend for a, a wild card spot. Uh, the Angels uh, made a lot of great moves, uh, especially in getting uh, Shohei Otani. Uh, they, they to me, look like the one team that maybe can challenge uh, the Astros a little bit. But the thing with the Astros is, as good as they are right now, they still have an absolutely loaded farm system. They can make a big deal 
at the trade deadline for whatever they need. That is a huge advantage, I think, that they have over uh, the other contenders uh, in the American League, other than maybe uh, the Boston Red Sox. Uh, so that's something as we get uh, closer to, to uh, July, uh, to the trade deadline, uh, that I would look for out of the Astros. Ian, uh, one final thing on baseball, and I do have a sports media thing I want to run past you with your work with Awful Announcing. But you're, uh, you have a new manager with your team, the Tigers. We haven't talked talk much Tigers with you because, well, though they're in second place, <laughs> don't see a lot of sustainability. But i got to get your take. you got Ron Gardenhire, man in the ship there. Are you enjoying your time with the Ron Gardenhire experience? Uh, I, for the most part, uh, I, I am comfortable I am <laughs> with the Ron <laughs> Gardenhire experience. Uh, that, that is not the... Uh, I think you and I talked about it. That is not the move I would have made uh, mm-hmm. to hire uh, a manager for the Tigers. Uh, he he still does some old school stuff, uh, notably uh, with uh, batting uh, Leonis Martin uh, lead off. That just seems like an old school. Hey, I'm going to take the fastest guy and put him uh, in the number one spot, even if he can't get on base. Uh, that drives me crazy. But I think he is uh, good uh, for a young team in terms of. Uh, you know, he's keeping an even keel. He's confident as a manager. You know, he doesn't have to prove himself as a manager, which uh, would be one problem. I think you're seeing that with the Phillies, for instance. You know, that's a young team. They, they've added some veterans, but there's still a big question mark as to whether Gabe Kapler knows what he's doing. Uh, that question doesn't exist uh, with the Tigers, and I think that's been a calming influence on their clubhouse, uh, especially with their young players. He knows which buttons to push. He knows when they need need to be talked to, or when to just uh, kind of lay off. And okay, we'll we'll, we'll go get him again uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, one other thing, I do think he. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm not crazy about the way he manages the Tigers bullpen. I think he's relying way too much on uh, two pitchers, Shane Green and, and uh, Joe Jimenez. But um, I think also that the roster that uh, Alavila has assembled for uh, Ron Gardner, he doesn't have much choice uh, than to really uh, ride a couple of relievers hard. Go ahead, Trent. You were going to ask about awful announcing. Well, yeah, and Ian, uh, well, we ran out of time, so we're going to have to do this again soon, okay? We'll, oh, we'll do it. Uh, okay, I, I got, you We're, we're going to have to do maybe a, a sports media interview just on its own because there's so many questions with ESPN and their new president. I had some things on The Athletic I wanted to talk to you about, so we'll save it for next time, and we'll go uh, deep into sports media. How's that sound? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you got me going on Ron Gardner. <laughs> I, know how, I know how that can be, Ian. I've been there before. We'll talk soon. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much, guys. Ian Castleberry. Find him on Twitter, at Ian Cast, doing great work for the comeback, awful announcing, and you can find his work there. We're taking a break. Coming back, college football on the docket. Next, we go to ESPN Bristol, Connecticut. Adam Rittenberg will join us coming up on the other side. Some football talk on a Thursday. It's Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com 
where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Tonight's forecast, scattered showers and thunderstorms possible, especially to our north, a low near 68. Mostly cloudy to partly sunny Friday, a chance of showers in the morning, and again, some isolated thunderstorms in the afternoon, high temperature near 88. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Shell. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. The Heritage Carousel turns 20 this year, and we want to celebrate with you. Join us on Saturday, June 9th from noon to 4 as we wish the Carousel happy birthday. This great family-friendly event will include food, face painting, classic cars, magic, balloon animals, and, of course, free carousel during the party. So join us at the Heritage Carousel in Union Park on June 9th. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. For more information, go to heritagecarousel.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 one one three three. You don't need more.
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Gemma Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back. John Cannon on the NBA coming up at 5 o'clock, followed by Ken Silverstein. Right now, we're going to turn our attention. Trent and I always love this. Look, I, I know it seems like we're still a long ways away, but college football is always good for you and me, right? You got that right. And one of our favorites to talk to is Adam Rittenberg from ESPN as he joins us here today. Ritt, it's the off season. How are things for you as we get ready to ramp up to college football? Yeah, they're going great, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, a long off season, as you know, but uh, we got my Big Ten Media Day email today. It was always yep. a good sign. Have some credentials <laughs> set up for a few of those around the country, which is uh, which means we're not too far away. Well, you know, it's funny. I got the same email, and I'm getting ready and signing up and figuring out how we're going to make our way to Chicago this year. But you know, a lot of these are overlapping. I know the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve has some overlap. Can't we stretch these things out? Heck. Have somebody start this thing in, at the end of June or something because, well, for guys like you on the national beat, it's difficult to get around all the places you probably want to go. Right, yeah. I've never been to all of them in the same year. I am going to hit both the uh, SEC and the ACC, at least in part this year, uh, being so close with Atlanta and Charlotte. But, yeah, it, it would be nice um, to spread them out, but uh, so much of this is dependent on when coaches are available, when, when teams are starting their camps, and you, you don't want to cut too, too far into July because that's usually the only month where coaches are completely off or mostly off. Um, and, and then, you know, camps are starting sometimes late July or early August. So, um, yeah, it would be great if, if they were stretched out a little more, but, uh, you know, it, it's not really about us, it's about them. And, and uh, I'll try to just get to as many of them as, as I can this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm real curious, Adam, about what took place in the Major League Baseball draft. Now you have the starting quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners. I think he was picked ninth, and I think they gave him a deal for like five mil. How is all this going to work out now? Well, you're right now, it seems like both sides are okay with, with Kyler Murray playing football this year for, for OU, and then uh, most likely going to join the A's and starting his professional baseball career after that. Now, obviously, there's injury risk there, but, um, you know, it, it was something that was communicated, at least from him to the Oklahoma coaching staff, even before the draft. And then certainly uh, even after the draft and him being taken higher than many folks expected, you know, he, he did reaffirm that commitment to, to play football this year, and the A's seemed to be okay with it. So, 
I know some people are like, how could he, you know, possibly risk um, injury and and all this money on the table? But you know, Kyler Murray was a was a big time football recruit coming out of high school, went to Texas A and M. Who didn't really have an opportunity to, to 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 play significantly for the Aggies, and then he comes to OU. Uh, you are having to sit out a year and then back up Baker Mayfield. So this is his real chance. It's probably his only chance to play a college football at this level and be the starting quarterback for a national contender like Oklahoma. So I don't fault him for this. I know some people think it's crazy, but I think if all sides are on the same page and understanding what the intent is, um, why, why can't he do this? We, 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 you know, I grew up with Bo Jackson and, and Deion Sanders and guys that played two sports mm-hmm. at a high level. So, so why not embrace a guy that's able to do it like Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray uh, saw a role last year as a backup, very athletic, can get out and move in the pocket. Uh, Baker Mayfield certainly can move in, in some of the different things that they did there with that offensive system, but how different are they going to look offensively this year? Quarterback, uh, obviously a big part of that, but what do you look with the Oklahoma offense this year? Well, Trent, I think we'll really see, you know, because of the differences that you outlined between Mayfield and Murray, you know, how much this is just a plug-and-play offense. You can put almost anybody in there and, and have the same type of production. And, and Kyler Murray isn't just anybody. He, he is a great athlete, but you know, he's not the passer, I don't think, that Baker Mayfield is in terms of accuracy and, and just all the different things that Baker could do. But they do bring back you know, some talent at receiver, um, uh, multiple uh, guys who played a lot last year. They have two really good running backs returning in Rodney Anderson and Trey Sermon. They returned three-fifths of an offensive line that I would argue was the best in the country for most of, much of last year. So there's a good core there. I know they do lose Mark Andrews, their outstanding tight end, so we'll have to put, replace him. But, but they have some production back at the skill positions to help Kyler Murray. But, but this offense and just the scheme and the fascination with what Lincoln Riley has done there, not just at the college level, guys, but the NFL. I mean, the NFL was rolling through there throughout this offseason trying to study Oklahoma and maybe take some of those concepts and bring them to the pro level. That's how exciting this offense is just for football coaches at multiple levels. Uh, But now we're going to see how it works when Baker Mayfield's not the quarterback at OU. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, I'm real curious, what do you think about the beginning of the season with the top teams playing other top teams right from the get-go? Uh, there are a lot of really good games early uh, when the season begins. Yeah, I love it. You know, I, I've been pretty consistent on scheduling. That it, It's the, the thing that I, I don't like about college football is that we don't get enough uh, attractive matchups. So whether that's mm-hmm. in conference or out of conference, uh, but but I think this year and we've seen it improving slightly and should improve more in the coming years. Um, that that you're you're seeing exciting games right from the get go. You know some of them in conference. You know the Pac-12 usually plays a big conference game early. Usually it's USC and Stanford. You know the Big Ten has has opening conference games now, which I think is terrific. And then you're seeing teams you know, challenge each other, uh, challenge themselves a little bit more outside of the conference. I, I think. You know, it, it doesn't serve the fans when when you're playing you know, lower level uh, FBS or even some FCS teams when you only get a 12 game season. We always talk about how short the season is. We always talk about how we look forward to it for months and months, like now, and 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 we should look forward to it because the matchups are exciting, and that and that's what you know the early part of this season gives us. You know, Michigan and Notre Dame is back on the schedule uh, week one. That's going to be a huge game. For, for both teams. You have LSU and Miami, big, big game for those teams. You have Ohio State going yes. to play TCU 
I believe, in week three, essentially on the road, even though that'll take place at the Cowboys Stadium. So you know, these are all games that serve the fans. These are all games that serve all of us that, that, that watch, really watch and love college football. Well, and one of the games that I'm most excited about in week number one, Washington-Auburn, a quote-unquote neutral yeah. site game. We know it won't be very neutral, though plenty of Husky fans will try to make their way down to Atlanta for that one. But two returning quarterbacks in Stidham and Browning, two teams that certainly have hopes of crashing into that uh, top four and making it in the college football playoff. It's not the marquee of the marquee, but you talk about two teams that, that have real expectations going into the year. I don't know if you could draw up much better than Washington-Auburn week one. No, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Trent. I should have mentioned it in, in my list of games because it's a, it's a huge game, especially for Washington. You know, Washington's a team that made the college football playoff two years ago but has been criticized for, for not playing enough of these games, mm-hmm. you know, the, these, these big-time non-league games. Well, so they're going to get one right away. And the interesting thing for them, if you look at the remaining schedule for the Huskies, you know, there's no USC on the schedule. They get Stanford at home. Uh, they do have to go to Oregon, a pretty good team. But, you know, uh, th- there's not a whole lot of definite losses left on the schedule if they can get past Auburn in what you said is a virtual road game, and it will be. Um, and then you also mentioned the two returning quarterbacks. One huge theme around college football this year with the brand-name teams is uncertainty at quarterback. You know, name almost any brand-name school, and there's some degree of uncertainty. With these two schools, there is no uh, uncertainty. you got Jake Browning, who's a four-year starter, record-setting quarterback for Washington, and then Jared Stidham, who you know beat Alabama last year, the Baylor transfer, who's really thriving under Gus Malzahn, his second season as a starter. So there's a lot to like. Both these teams play really good defense. Washington might have uh, the best secondary in the country or one of the best. Auburn may have the best defensive line in the country, returning three or four starters. So there's a lot of intrigue. And, again, for Washington, a team that should be favored in the Pac-12, but a league that was left out of the playoff last year, it's almost a must-win, essentially, for them uh, to get the type of recognition that they need as a playoff contender. Um, and this question has to follow just on what you said when you talked about uh, big-name schools with changes in quarterback position. The number one big-name school, Alabama, has two quarterbacks. How do you see Saban making this work to keep two guys happy, or does he not really care if he keeps two guys happy? No, I mean, he, you know, he's going he's gonna to ultimately decide what's best for the team. It's not about you know, keeping guys happy. He would love for both of them to be happy and to stay on the team, but he also understands the reality that whoever loses the job is going to have a decision to make. Um, and, and it's fascinating. You know, the, the dynamics of it are really interesting because in many ways, you know, Jalen Hurts is more of a Saban quarterback than, than, than Tua is. You know, Tua who came in and won, you know, won the national title game last year. He hurts doesn't make mistakes, hardly ever turns the ball over, you know, a tremendous team leader. Not that Tua isn't, but, but you know, just has superlative leadership skills. But uh, you look at what, what Tua does from a passing standpoint and a playmaking standpoint, Alabama hasn't really had that, and he's clearly the better passer. You talk to coaches, as I do in the SEC, and they say Hurts will always be limited as a passer, and, and Tua will not, and ultimately uh, may, may thrive more in Mike Loxley's offense. So, um, even though Tua is, is not your typical Nick Saban quarterback, I, I would say that right now I think he, he's, he's got the inside track to that job, which leaves Jalen Hurts with an int- incredible record as Alabama starter, uh, having a big decision to make uh, as far as his future. But I, I think Alabama is going to add a quarterback. 
another quarterback here shortly and uh, and just have some insurance because they, they can't expect uh, both of those guys to uh, remain on, on the team once that decision's made. Final thing for you, Adam, before we let you run here on the local front, both Iowa and Iowa State on the fringes of the top 25, popping up in the 20s in a couple of the rankings for both of the teams. What is your overview? When you look at the Hawkeyes and Cyclones, where's your expectations going into 2018? Right. You know, I, I think both teams are, are fascinating. You know, uh, I, I was a huge fan of Iowa State, what they did last year. It was just a team that felt like they won more games than they did because they had those big wins against uh, Oklahoma and TCU, obviously, but but they were in every game, it seemed like, down the stretch, um, you know, very close against Oklahoma State and some others. So you know, I think this will be an interesting year whether they can follow it up. You know, they lost some excellent players from last year. They should still have one of the, the best and deepest running back groups in the country, which is going to be critical for, for Matt Campbell and have his offense to, to go. But how is their offensive line going to be? Are they going to be as salty on defense as they were at times uh, last year? And then at Iowa, you know, again, which team are we going to see? Are we going to see the team that beat Ohio State, not just beat Ohio State, dominated Ohio State in historic fashion? Um, you know, a team that beat Iowa State on the road, a win that turned out to be a really quality one, or the team that they couldn't score against Wisconsin, that, that looked inept on offense at Northwestern? You know, the, which one of those teams is going to show up on a more consistent basis? That's going to be fascinating because they, they have a, a quarterback who I really like, in Nathan Stanley, they have some, some solid linemen, but they do lose some key players, no, notably a linebacker and a cornerback, uh, both those guys going on to the NFL. So uh, I, I'm very intrigued because both those teams uh, could, could make some noise in, in their respective conferences, even though they're not going to be talked about a whole lot entering the season. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN.com. Ritt, as always, great catching up with you. We'll do it again soon here before we get to uh, the end of July and you have to run around to all those beautiful media days. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Good stuff, as always, from Adam Rittenberg. We got one hour in the book, still another hour to go. Stay right there. Plenty more to come here. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. 
industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Sponsored by Shell. Get triple action protection for optimal engine performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Hi, Tom Bodette. Motel 6 is still the place to save money as you travel down the highway. Or, for you Californians, the freeway. Whether you're on a cross-country trek on Interstate 10 or a fun jaunt up State Route 1, a.k.a. the 10 or the PCH, there's probably one of our more than 1,400 locations right down the road. Or, for Californians, just over the hill. But it's rush hour, so I'd take the canyon. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Hurry to Macy's Summer Sale and save an extra 10 to 20% with your Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Exclude specials. Save 50% on tees and swim cover-ups. Get a pair of diamond stud earrings for just $99. Take 30 plus an extra 15% off coffee, tea, and espresso makers. And men's designer sport coats and suit separates are 30 to 50% off. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits no matter how you pay. Sign up for free in-store or at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian restaurant afternoons we talk sports on 1700 with jimmy b and tc 